Hello, my friends. This is Bishop Campbell welcoming you again to a short meditation on the theme of living the Catholic life. In order to conclude my little series on the power of the witnesses of the saints that we celebrate during October, under particular headings, the contemplative life, the witness of martyrdom, I come now to the saints who witnessed to the meaning and the the power of the apostolic foundations of our faith. There are two saints in November that exemplify this. One is the Feast of St. Luke on November the 18th, and the other is the Feast of St. Simon and Jude on the 28th of November. Each time that we profess the creed, we profess that our church is apostolic. And in that profession, I think we mean the word apostolic in two ways. First of all, we profess that our church is founded on the preaching of the apostles, uh, not only the preaching, their witness, but uh, in many instances on their writings. For Jesus Christ himself never wrote a word that we know of, nor uh, do we know of any command that he gave to his disciples to write it down. But immediately following that, many of the apostles who preached in the, uh, the name of Jesus Christ, who continued his message, came to realize that with the death of the original twelve, there might be a fear to lose that message. And so part of it uh, were written down, sometimes as uh, notes for, for homilies. But it's on this preaching and this character of the apostles that our church was founded and shaped. The second way in which we profess that the Church is apostolic is in living the apostolic life, uh, living within the world as the apostles taught us to be. How the apostles in uh, living in that world responded to particular uh, habits, particular cultures that they encountered, how they spoke of the, fa- uh, of the faith, and how they shaped uh, the, the structure of the Church. And that living the apostolic life and following the ways in which the apostles shaped the church teaches us how, in fact, the community of disciples is to express itself throughout the ages, giving us not only a word and a testimony to how they lived, but also a kind of template, if I can use a modern word, by which we too in our own time and place live out that life, even in a culture and a situation on the surface much different from what the apostles encountered. So it is uh, valuable, I think, to consider the very lives of those who lived during the apostolic period. And especially in the book of the New Testament, the Acts of the Apostles, written by St. Luke, which gives us some very interesting and important and quite lively details of this early community. Now, St. Luke, we know, was a Gentile. He was a convert of St. Paul and his lifelong companion. He is known as the author of a gospel and of the Acts of the Apostles. 
And throughout, you can tell that St. Luke had this commitment to keep the memory of Jesus Christ alive and the memory of the lives of those uh, early apostles and to be able to pass it on. Now, St. Luke was known as a physician. And in a popular tradition, he is also known as an artist. And I think given that, uh, this title, for the way in which he so beautifully records the words and acts of Jesus, how he carefully uh, will shape uh, the portrayal and especially of the three great parables that appear only in the Gospel of Luke, the parable of the Good Samaritan, the parable of the rich man in Dives, and the parable of the prodigal son. Very carefully and artistically drawn. There is also a tradition that he gained some of his background for the Gospels from the Blessed Mother herself. Because he was known as a physician, his feast day is often observed as a day to remember and care for the sick. One of the first ministries of the church, in fact, the first religious community of women, was the order of widows who did tend to the sick but had a particular call to go out each morning and to search for any newborns that may have been simply left exposed and unwanted by, by parents. They would gather uh, these children, bring them up, and at uh, the age of maturity would ask them to make a decision to become a Christian and continue with their community or to follow another form of life. But St. Luke became uh, the kind of model for this particular care. And in the life of Luke, we see how from the very beginning that apostolic church began to shape and to uh, color certain ministries that they formed in uh, loyalty to the teaching of Jesus Christ. The second feast day we have is the Feast of St. Simon and Jude. In fact, we know very, very little uh, about these two individuals. There are some traditional, uh, traditional material, some of it highly colorful and some of it a little contradictory. But Simon had the t title of zealot. Now, some people believed he was a member of that radical group of anti-Roman Jews known as the zealots. But in fact, uh, I think in the... Uh, gospel presentation of Simon, the term zealot means one who is zealous for the faith. St. Jude is uh, another uh, character. He, uh, I think he always had the difficulty of being introduced to people and then having to explain that he is not the Judas who betrayed Jesus. He was another Judas that in fact, uh, is probably the uh, brother of the Apostle St. James the Less. But the fact that these two are celebrated uh, by a feast day is just a rec uh, recognition that the Apostles were critical to our understanding of how the message of Jesus is passed on, how, in fact, this is the very foundation of our Church, and how we are apostolic. 
Tradition tells us that both Simon and Jude, who acted as a pair, tells us that they were both martyred in Persia, where they had preached. But little more than that, what we do know, they were called by Jesus Christ, they were part of the original apostles, and they were martyred. But we commemorate them by recognizing first their commitment to Christ and to the task of preaching, and to the commitment to the name of Christ by their witness. We express gratitude for their lives and make a commitment to keep their message and witness alive. It is the witness of the Church that is expressed, as I mentioned previously, in the contemplative life, in the witness of martyrdom, and now in the apostolic foundations created by the apostles that we celebrate and remember well.